0: Yeah. <laughs> 365 where we discuss the resilient stories of entrepreneurs, professionals, students with mental illnesses to encourage you to strive, thrive, and live in abundance. I'm your host Cleone Crawford. So today we have a really great episode ahead where today I'm going to discuss how you can spot and support someone with bipolar disorder. I think considering we are in the la- we are in the, the end of the year where, It's the holiday season and people tend to get sick around the holiday season. They tend to either become depressed or manic during this season because of um, some, for so many different reasons, there's so many different triggers that happen to people around the season. So I wanna equip you with some tools and tips that you can use to help support your loved ones during this season and going forward. So what I did is I, I made a post on, made two posts, one on my bipolar support, bipolar mom support group and my bipolar one and two support group on Facebook where I asked people what their opinions were on ways that they would, re, they would appreciate receiving support when they are manic or, um, or when they are depressed. So I got a few different, I got some great feedback from different people, and I also would like to add my own personal feedback of things that I think would be helpful to um, support someone with bipolar disorder. Considering that I personally live with bipolar disorder, so I was diagnosed with bipolar disorder in 2006, and um, I, it's been an up and it's been an uphill battle for me but I've learned so much about myself and others. And, um, it's an experience that I'm very thankful for because I've learned so much and I can actually help people. And uh, I look forward to helping more people as I, um, do my course in addictions and mental health and through this podcast. With that said, what is bipolar disorder? Well, Bipolar disorder is another mental illness that affects the mood. With bipolar disorder, people experience episodes of depression and episodes of mania. An episode of depression and bipolar disorder is the same as other types of depression. Mania, on the other hand, is an unusually high mood for the person. People may feel like their thoughts are racing and may feel very hyperactive. This may be, this may feel unreal. They may feel like unrealistically confident, happy, or very powerful. Many people don't sleep much when they experience mania. They may act without thinking and do risky things that they normally wouldn't do. Some of the other um, symptoms of mania are things like poor judgment, euphoria, rapid speed, racing thoughts, they're easily distracted risky behavior an inflated self-esteem aggressive behavior agitation or irritation spending sprees or unwise financial choices a decreased need for sleep and delusions or psychosis so those are some of the epi- some, some of the symptoms of someone who's going through a manic episode so if you discover if you if you meet someone who's been doing these things for over over two weeks, a two week period between actually three days to a two week period, they might be going through an episode. With that said, here is how you can support. Um, I'd like to thank all the people who've given their feedback to help me create this list. And I hope that you'll find this list helpful as you go out in this world, show empathy and compassion and provide support to your loved ones. Here we go. So the first thing for family and support, friends, um, what we're at, we think what what we think would be helpful is if you would just show them the most basic thing, which is love, show love and just be there, be there and support them. Because it's very lonely, having a mental illness, because there's so much stigma, people don't want to necessarily be around you because of the unknown and the things that could go wrong. Um, another thing you can do is that you can encourage them to reach out to supports in the community. So I would first educate yourself on the different supports that are in the community to help people with, my, with bipolar disorder. Some supports in the community are supports like Taibu, which is a black organization in Scarborough that allows, that is a health clinic that provides many different services, including support groups. Then there is CM C M H A, which is the Canadian Mental Health Association. Basically, they provide many different ser- services for the community. They provide um, they provide resources, information, workshops. Um, they also have um, case managers and so much more. Then we also have the MDAO, which stands for the Mood Disorders Associations of Ontario. They provide um, support groups for people with mental illnesses um, and also support groups for families, family members uh, with people with mental health challenges. Another thing that you can do is consider taking the first, the mental health first aid um, course through the Mental Health Commission. With that course, you'll be able to learn how to help people with mental health challenges another thing you can do is offer affirmations affirmations are so powerful speak life into people people uh, when you have a mental illness you are constantly going through a lot of stigma there's constantly this negative energy um, that surrounds you that tries to tell you that you're nothing you're crazy, you are sick, you are broken, you're dysfunctional. And if you can offer words of affirmation, things that are positive to help them recognize that you know, they can do great things, um, that bipolar is just one part of them. You know, um, affirmations go a long, a long road because we are, we're just human. We're just human and we, we need to be encouraged as well. You know, cause um, you know, it's society, just counter what the society tells them. And just cause recognize that, you know having bipolar disorder um, can be lonely at times. Another thing you can do is maybe you can be an exercise buddy with them. You see, exercise is very good for the brain and the endorphins and exercise is quite powerful. It's not just about losing weight but it's about clearing your mind and also giving you a new energy to, you know, it just gives you a new energy for the day. So if you, you know, someone that is exercising, why not offer to be an exercise buddy? Another thing you can do is just be a friend. What does that mean? There's so many things. One thing that you can do is listen more than you talk. And when someone someone with bipolar decides to open up to you and to tell you things, stop feeling the need that you need to fix things. Just be there. Because when someone has bipolar, sometimes they're being um, spoken to as though they are crazy. So, and the reality is people don't listen to crazy. So allow them to feel heard by actually listening to them. Take the time to listen to them. Don't always feel you need to fix it because there's not always a solution for the problem. You know, bipolar is a lifelong disease, um, a lifelong illness, and um, you're not gonna always be able to fix it, but you can be there for them and support them. I also think that it's important that you encourage psychotherapy because the reality is as much as you want to sit and think and spend time with them um, psychotherapy um, will provide so much help Um, getting a, a professional to provide assistance to you when you're going through your mental health challenges is so it's so phenomenal it's so helpful um, it can help you to go deeper, to figure out some of the root causes and the triggers that you may have be having. Why, which may be leading to your, your bipolar, I mean, your manic and depressive episodes being triggered to have an episode. I also want to say that you should definitely visit them, um, visit them at their home. And if for some reason they things get worse and they have to go to the hospital visit them at the hospital it's very lonely at the hospital and um, they're going to need as much support as they can get from you hospital when you do if you decide to visit your loved one at the hospital here are a few things that you can bring a radio or a music playing device with basically anything that doesn't have a camera because when you're in the hospital you're not allowed to have your um your phone because it has a camera on it so if you want, um, even though your phone may be used strictly for music, you're not allowed to have a phone on the unit because you could use it to record something by accident. Um, and they don't want you to record anything because, you know, it's confidential. People there are, are there to get better. And, um, you know, people don't have time for you to be uh, recording what's going on at the hospital. It's just not right. So... Um, if someone needs music, I would really encourage you to bring a radio or some sort of music playing device, whether it's an old CD player or a tape, tape cassette player or um, a boombox, or whatever it is that you have. I know the, this generation, we, they don't use, uh, oh yeah, MP3 players if they still have them. But um, I know they don't use many of these these tape recorders. But I mean, if you happen to have one and, it ha- and you actually have a tape, tape um, deck and whatever, bring it to the hospital. But preferably bring a, a CD player. Um, a CD player would be very helpful um, if you can find one. <laughs> the next thing you can do is you can bring fruit um, and maybe their favorite food. Because honestly, hospital food usually typically sucks (laughs) i'm sorry to all the hospital chefs out there but the hospital food is not the greatest so if you can bring some um fruits so they can give them more energy um because when you're in the hospital you feel very down and very um downcast and um you're losing energy because all you want to do is sleep sometimes you're being doped on extra medication so and they're always wanting you to sleep they just want you to sleep all the time so with that said i would just highly recommend um fruit and maybe your favorite food so if you can bring that that would be awesome another thing you can bring to the hospital is Make sure they have comfortable clothing, so maybe be willing to go to their house and get some clothing for them if for some reason they went to the hospital without having a um, a bag you know like an overnight bag with clothing and toothbrush and stuff like that and that's another thing you can bring is bring some essentials like lotion, even because um, lotion and um their own personal toothbrush because the toothbrush in the hospital is not necessarily the best. Um, you know, another thing that I personally found that was helpful was when I had my own, um, beauty supplies, um, basically my own facial wash facial, um, um, face washing, um, cream, this, whatever the, um, cleanser, when I had my own stuff, um, so that was helpful because it made my stay there at the hospital much easier. Because um, they don't provide—I mean, hospitals are not um, beauty beauty uh, spas or anything—but um, if you can provide, if you can bring th- um, their, you know, their own comb, their brushes their hair, spray, whatever it takes to make them feel a bit normal. Um, bring it, that would help you. You wouldn't, you would be surprised how helpful that could be. Um, also, if you're, um, if you're someone who's good at doing hair um, maybe you can offer to come by and do their hair or to do their nails. Um, if you're a girl or whatever, or a man, Uh, I'm discriminating here. Um, You give them a manicure a pedicure because they're not really allowed to do that kind of stuff when they're on the unit. Yeah, you have to get permission to do so. Another thing you can do is um, bring them a book or a journal. Um, journal, Journals are so helpful when you're in the hospital. It's great to just have a book so you can write your notes in, write your appointments in, um, you know, just share your feelings, whatever. So you want to journal. So bring a journal, a journal will go a long way. And, um, yeah, bring a book that they, you may think that they would enjoy to read because there's a lot of time. Like the time just seems to never pass when you're in the hospital. seems like it's can go on and on and on because you're not doing anything it's boring (laughs) so um, yeah another thing you can do if you're more spiritual you can pray for them and not just say i'll pray for you no how give them a personal prayer where you have you're praying with them on the phone or in person so on the spot so be prepared my friends to pray on the spot I think another person said that you should stay like it when people are firm with them yet understanding during their episodes and then we also want to ask you to be patient with them because when they're going through their depressive episodes or with their manic episodes they're gonna you're, they're gonna need someone to be patient with them because um they just yeah they're gonna need someone to be patient with them because It's not always easy to move forward to to go back to stability and everything. Another thing you can do is regular check-ins. That way you can gauge when they are stable, manic, or depressed. So you should be checking in on your friends um, by phone or in person on on a regular basis. I'm not saying it should be every day or whatever, um, but you should check on your friends on a on a regular basis just to make sure that they're okay and be more patient with them when they are depressed because and encourage them to take the small steps like daily goals like take a shower eat put on clothes comb their hair some of some of these hygienic things and basic things that you we take for granted are so difficult to do when you're depressed Another thing you can do is offer to cook for them. Lots, but preferably if you're a good cook (laughs) or offer to buy them food or even offer to cook with them because it's just about that fellowship time, the time that you spend with them, um, that quality time that you'll spend with your your friends or your your loved ones. Another thing you can do is... um, recognize that this is just a sickness it's not the person so don't get offended when they start acting out of character remember bipolar is just part of them it's not the whole of them another thing i really really want to encourage um, friends and family members to do is to get educated about bipolar please please don't put your foot in your mouth because sometimes you think you understand what's going on, but really you don't. You don't know what bipolar is and you make some very crass um, comments about what bipolar is and it can be offensive if you don't know what you're talking about. So educate yourself, educate, educate, educate yourself about bipolar so you can know how to help your friends living with bipolar disorder. Also, I want to encourage you to know the numbers of the crisis lines. So if your friend or, or a loved one is going through a crisis, have the number and just say, I want you to call this number. You know what I mean? They are a crisis line. They will help or you can call the crisis line for them and, and um, maybe three-way call them. Um, but yeah, just have those numbers available because you never know when you're going to need them. Another really I think while you're trying to educate yourself about bipolar um, read different types of books um, that talk about There's one really good book that is called an unquiet the unquiet mind very good book very good book for many people it's a game changer and. um, yeah so read that book and you'll be able to learn a a lot about bipolar disorder or you can read my book, The Music of My Life as you can see behind me. I wrote a book about my journey with mental health and I also wrote a second book where I wrote a chapter in a book called 30 Plus One Resilient Stories where I share one story about having bipolar disorder. Um, Another person said that you should Don't leave them to die because suicide ideation and attempts is a part of having bipolar disorder when you are depressed, when you're having a depressive episode. So we are just asking you to support them. Don't ignore them because it honestly, it feels like death when they are in a depressive episode. Another thing we ask you not to do is don't shame them. Watch your language. Words like crazy, mad, nuts are offensive and they hurt. So don't use these words. Find different words that are a bit more educated, uh, that are uh, that show that you are a bit more educated and aware. Try not to use offensive language because it just it just doesn't help. Also, another thing is don't dismiss them when they are when they decided to open up with you and share with you that they are suicidal. Don't just say stuff like Oh, don't worry. You'll get over it. Oh, it's not that bad. Oh no, don't do that. Don't do that. That's not, that's not nice. And, um, they don't need to be dismissed. They are opening up with you and they're being vulnerable. When someone is being vulnerable, take them seriously and don't dismiss them, listen to them and, you know, ask them questions too. So another thing you can do is Ask more questions and make suggestions on things that you can help with. There are some things you can do, like for instance, the laundry, watch the kids if they have children. Um, You can cook for them, you can go grocery shopping for them. Ask, you know, how can I help you? What can I do to help you um, during your season? Another thing you can be is be a trustworthy person that they can talk to, keep things Confidential. That's so important because sometimes they may say that they are suicidal and they don't need you to go spread their business all around town, letting them, letting other people know that they're suicidal. That's not nice. They need to feel that they can be safe and then they can be trust. They can trust you also provide a no judgment free zone space. Don't judge them, we don't need judgment. On a regular basis, people with bipolar disorder constantly do get judged for who they are, for being just who they are. So we just ask you, don't judge them, don't judge them. Uh, Another thing you can do is don't try to force them to be active when they are depressed. Sometimes it's quite difficult to be active and they just wanna lie down. So encourage, you know, be there with them just sometimes you just have to sit with them and you don't have to say anything sometimes you can just sit with them and watch movies and just relax another thing you can do is have um if if you have bills that you pay on a regular basis and you can trust somebody one of your family family members or friends you can trust with your bank card, or with your accounts, or with paying bills, or making sure your bills are paid. I would, um, I I would as a friend, I would offer to help them to um, help them to ensure that their bills get paid, especially when they're manic. Because you see, when you're manic, you start spending a lot of money, and sometimes you spend you'll spend off is your money for your essentials, such as your food money, your rent money, your grocery money, uh, your phone money. So if you can find somebody that um, that you can trust, if they, if, you know, be, be a trustworthy person that they could actually reach out to you and say, you know what, if you find that I'm spending a lot of money, transfer my money out of the, my main account and put it into account that I have no access to that's something that could be done to ensure that your main bills get uh, taken care of. Um, Another thing you can do is offer to to have a key to their apartment so that you have the ability to do random checks on them to make sure that they're okay when you find that they are unresponsive. Because sometimes when you're going through uh, bipolar, you can be unresponsive, you may not respond because you're depressed and it's just difficult to reach out to people. Another thing you can do is help them create a crisis plan. Mm. Excuse me, help them create a crisis plan and give friends a copy. Give all the friends and family members a copy so that they, a crisis plan is where you basically write, write down how people can support you when you're going through a mental health crisis. Like it also, it may have information about um, who to call, um, what helps you, what doesn't help you, um, stuff like that. So help them to create a crisis plan. Uh, Another thing you can do is for some, one person said that when you're manic, do something adventurous with them to help them burn off the energy. But when they're depressed, sit with them and just watch movies or something like that. Another thing you can do is tell them when, be upfront with them. Tell them when you see that they are acting different. Because you know what? When we are going through an episode, we can't always tell. We don't always know that things are not going well. So um, and finally, my favorite provide some good old music therapy. So find some songs that, you know, for when people are in a depressed mood, find songs that speak to, um, that are having an upbeat mood, upbeat mood and to it, and upbeat energy, you know, find some really great music and listen to some music with them and just jam on, I guess. So, With that said, that's what I have for you on this episode. I hope you found that helpful. And I hope you are able to implement some of these resources and tips to help you support your friends and loved ones who are living with bipolar disorder. So to all you resilient minds out there, until next time, please subscribe to us on all our platforms and don't forget to rate the show and leave a review for us on Apple Podcasts. Also. Join the community of resilient minds and sign up for our, our monthly newsletter at cleonicrawford.com. Be sure to grab a copy of my book, the music of my life on all Amazon marketplaces to get to know me better. If you can think of one person that will receive value from today's show or can connect with um, these resources, please share it with them. Feel free to take a screenshot of to this week's episode of the, of the podcast and tag us on Instagram. You can tag myself, only Cleone, or Resilient Minds 365. And remember, mental health is not a death sentence. Despite your illness, you can strive, thrive, and live a life of abundance. Until next time, I'm Cleone Crawford, and I am signing off. <laughs>